0: Welcome to Capitol Ideas. This is where members of the Majority Democratic Caucus in the Washington State House of Representatives sit down at the Capitol and talk about ideas. Today, that lawmaker is 11th District State Representative Zach Hudgens, and the idea is voting. More to the point, we'll talk about plans that Zach and others have to make it easier for qualified voters to cast their votes and to make sure those votes count. As chair of the House Committee on State Government, Elections, and Information Technology, he's in a pretty good position to achieve those goals. We recorded this in his Olympia office on Friday, January 5th, 2018, and here's how it went. It's kind of fitting that we're sitting here in an office that is about 15 feet away from a picture of the legislature that was seated 100 years ago, in which there are 97 white men and one woman by virtue of the fact that Washington was the first state in the 20th century to give women suffrage before the United States actually granted women the right to vote. And 100 years later now, we're here to talk about how to expand voting, how to make voting more fair, how to make voting more accessible to citizens so that our elections can work better. And theoretically then, the result would be government would work better. You've got a package of bills that you and several other lawmakers in the Senate and the House are going to be working on this session. What is the basic problem that needed to be solved here?
1: It's a great question to say, what's the problem we're trying to solve? I think, fundamentally, we get better government when we get better participation. And so it's a question about, are all voices being heard in the state capitol and under the dome? I think that we've put up hurdles and barriers uh, when there really don't need to be barriers. And a great example of that is registration. We need some kind of voter registration to facilitate, to administer elections. But we shouldn't have three or four different deadlines for voters to get registered. We shouldn't have hurdles in place that make it difficult for young people to get registered. And so that's the problem I'm trying to solve, is how do we break down these institutional barriers without changing the standards for who gets to vote to make government work better, make government work better for the people whose voices need to be heard in the state capital. How are you marketing this? So we've got an access to democracy package. It's between four and 10 bills, sort of depending on how many you wanna grab. And it has three fundamental goals. We're trying to increase confidence in the vote. We're trying to have better participation and we're trying to have better representation. Through that, we think we get better government. And again, we're not changing any of the standards or any of the rigors for who can vote. We're just trying to break down those hurdles that uh, people encounter when they try and participate.
0: Some of those hurdles, just to wander across state borders for a few seconds here, have been erected by people in other states, seemingly with the idea of suppressing the vote. That kind of thing has never caught on here in Washington state. But still there is a problem that a lot of the same people who might have their votes suppressed in another state aren't voting here.
1: There is absolutely an attack on uh, on people's ability to vote or how easy it gets to vote. And this is something that we've struggled with for years because it's about whose voices are being heard in government and how resources are being allocated. So we need to make sure that in Washington state, as many voices as want to be heard are part of the process, that we don't have hurdles that we see come up in other states. We've certainly had bills introduced. We've had amendments on the floor of the House talking about some of these owner's requirements on voters. Uh, But generally speaking, Washington State has expanded the franchise, has tried to have more votes, has uh, voters uh, participate, has tried to break down barriers uh, ahead of the curve. We were one of the first states to allow women to vote. Just this last year, in a bipartisan fashion with a Republican senator's bill, we pushed out requirements that counties have more ballot drop boxes on the ground. We've seen academic research show that uh, access to a ballot drop box uh, increases turnout. Uh, We think that the stamp can be a hassle tax or a poll tax. I mean, there's a requirement there. Somebody spends some money to get their ballot in. So ballot drop boxes really help turnout. So it's about... Institutional barriers, breaking those down, uh, slowing down uh, or breaking apart hurdles for folks. Our package about increasing confidence, increasing participation, increasing uh, and and having better representation should result in better government. At least a few of these
0: bills have passed in the House before. The Senate has been under the control of Republicans for the last few years, and none of these bills have made it out of the Senate. Now that the party control in the Senate has switched, do you feel more confident that? You're going to actually get these onto the governor's desk.
1: I do feel more confident about many of these proposals. Let me give you an example. The Voting Rights Act uh, was proposed many years ago uh, to to address uh, voting polarization in a couple of our communities. Yakima and uh, the Tri-Cities, Pasco, were under lawsuits to fix their voting system people in the community were not uh, being represented by their government. Uh, And it was the structure. It wasn't the politicians. It wasn't the, the voters. It was the structure that was created that really diluted people's votes in that process. And so there was a lawsuit. Uh, The ultimate outcome of that is that they drew districts. The same way we draw districts at the state, so I represent the 11th district, they drew districts at the local level. It allowed people to have a closer connection to their candidates, to have a more robust discussion and a better democracy. So we've got the Voting Rights Act that's passed out of the House five years in a row, uh, and it has not gone anywhere in the state Senate. We think this year, with Senator Saldana's leadership and Representative Gregerson's leadership in the House, that we'll pass out a Voting Rights Act in Washington State, first from the House and then again from the Senate, which is a new thing, uh, to get it to the governor's desk to solve this problem of structural barriers to people's voices being heard. We don't want the system keeping people out. We want the votes deciding who's in and who's out. It shouldn't be the structure, the kind of election system you have at all. So I'm very optimistic about all of these bills, uh, but in particular things like the Voting Rights Act that is trying to solve a specific problem, that's trying to avoid litigation, uh, and that's trying to increase people's voices in the process. Last year you sponsored a bill that actually did go through the
0: House and Senate and become law which required more drop boxes for to make voting easier for people. One of the things that the counties have been saying is that they are strapped financially, and so this has been difficult for them to comply. Not to throw the Republicans completely under the bus again, but the fact is there is money in the capital budget that was passed out of the House last year that the Senate refused to consider that would have paid for these, correct?
1: Uh, Yes. The, The ballot drop box bill is a great story. I saw this problem a few years ago in King County, where we had two million people and we only had 10 drop boxes in the whole county. That was as many as the city of Tacoma had. Uh, And it was just, I thought, a a big problem that needed to be solved, especially as we changed demographics and younger people um, didn't have stamps in their desk drawers or people didn't shop in the Sears catalog the same way. Uh, We needed more drop boxes. And so I had a couple of bills in the House. Uh, They moved out of committee. They didn't move much farther. But just last year, uh, Republican State Senator Kirk Pearson saw the same problem and got a bill out of the state Senate 49 to 0. And then we passed it out of the House uh, in the same way, bipartisan vote. And so we, the Secretary of State estimates, will put about 250 new ballot drop boxes on the ground in counties across the state. Now, some counties were already doing this. Uh, Thurston County, for example, was already uh, meeting the threshold about how many drop boxes per uh, number of voters there were. Uh, but we did it n- not because it was a Democratic idea or a Republican idea, but we both saw the problem that needed to be solved. And I think that that's the, the idea behind the whole package here, is that once both sides see the problem we're trying to solve and that we're not trying to create advantage for anybody— I think we'll get bipartisan support and that's my hope that's what happened with the ballot box uh, bill they do cost money so you're absolutely right we did put money in the capital budget uh, to help some of the distressed counties pay for these ballot boxes Uh, but it comes down fundamentally to this is a core function of government police fire elections this is what government does and so this is why it's important to have those boxes on the ground we put money in the capital budget The House passed out a capital budget, large bipartisan vote, 97 to 1, I think, and sent it to the Senate. The Senate did not pass the bill. And most folks talk about the jobs that weren't created, the jobs that were lost by us not passing the capital budget last year. Uh, I think it was the first time in state history we didn't pass a capital budget. Um, But it's also little things uh, that really matter to counties and matter to communities, like getting some money to help pay for ballot drop boxes. Passing the capital budget is an important priority for us, and it's not just the jobs. It's because it helps our democracy in a, in a small way.
0: Here in Olympia, you're the chair of the State Government Elections and Information Technology Committee. These bills are going to come through your committee. Some of them have been seen before, but some of them are brand new. You basically are sort of the gatekeeper as well as the, the accelerator on, on bills like this. What kind of timetable are you looking at to get these to the floor of the House?
1: Some of the bills are on a uh, accelerated timeline coming out of our committee because we've seen them in the past. So the Voting Rights Act, um, or maybe an election integrity bill. So things that we've either seen in the past or don't have a lot of controversy, we'll try and move out in the first week or two of session. Um, And then we'll try and take action on them in the floor uh, as soon as we can after that. Uh, We wanna move same day voter registration and we've got agreement on the House and the Senate to do that. 26 states i think do that uh, already so you can walk into uh, an auditor's office they'll check in the computer uh, and let you register to vote right then on that day Uh, automatic voter registration is something that's done in a number of states california oregon uh, it passed in illinois with republican support so that's something else that we're trying to accelerate as well um, working with uh, members of the the house and the senate and the governor's office on that so there are a number of these bills that either we've seen in the past or uh, are being talked about nationally, uh, that will be on a, a quick timeline. We're in a short session, so trying to move them out in the first week or two is important to us.
0: In some of the states where it's become more difficult for people to vote, it was clearly marketed as trying to keep unqualified people from coming to the polls and casting a vote when they did not have the right to do that. I think it's important for you to reiterate so that people will understand that None of these bills would make it easier for unqualified people to get the right to vote here in Washington State.
1: Our entire Access to Democracy package is geared towards increasing confidence, participation, and getting better representation. It's not changing the underlying standards of who can vote. It's very simple in Washington State. You have to be 18, you have to be a citizen, and you have to have an address. We're just trying to make sure that the process to getting those folks that meet those criteria is not burdensome, is not difficult. So we want to make sure that citizens who want to vote don't get confused by the registration process, which includes multiple deadlines, aren't confused or hindered by how to get your ballot in. We want to make it as easy as possible to participate for those people that are allowed to participate. Now, I'll throw in here as well that all the studies that have been done in our state and nationally show almost none or none when it comes to voter fraud Uh, it is just not something that is real when you look at the numbers the secretary of state did a recent uh, study and came up with 74 questionable names Uh, there was no fraud proven but there were 74 out of 2.6 million votes cast that had some questions about them. and these were folks that were probably allowed to vote but may have changed addresses too close to the election that sort of a thing So nationally, there's almost no evidence of organized voter fraud uh, when it comes to people casting a ballot when they shouldn't. We're not changing any of those standards. We want to make sure that those citizens who want to participate have better access to the ballot, have an opportunity to have their voice heard.
0: You and several of the other sponsors, as well as advocates of these from throughout the, the state, held an event today with the governor to talk about some of these bills and to answer questions from the media. How important is the outside support going to be on getting these through the legislature?
1: It's incredibly important to have outside support on any measure. It's especially important to have outside support when we're talking about our democracy. If people don't read these bills, if they don't give us their opinion, uh, it makes it difficult to pass any legislation, but certainly any legislation that affects elections. Without our open process that people can watch on TVW, they can watch on channel 23 across the state, they can see the bills that we're talking about. Without that openness and without that input, it's easy for somebody that's very cynical to think that one side is trying to create advantage. That is not the goal of any of this. Uh, That's why I point to our bipartisan wins is because I think Democrats and Republicans want to fight about our ideas and about the direction of the state. We don't want to fight about the rules uh, of engagement. We want to have uh, an open process. We want people to watch the floor debate and know where we stand on things. We want people to be able to read the bills and make up their own mind as they see us vote on these measures. Uh, So that's the goal is uh, to have an open process that voters and citizens across the state can watch and see and be part of and it only gets better when they write to us, when they send us email, when they come out to one of the hearings. It's Friday, January 5th. You've got one
0: weekend left before the 60-day session for 2018 kicks off on Monday, January 8th. I hope you have a restful weekend and that you're prepared for 60 pretty intense days.
1: Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, I have a few more Uh, chores to do around the House, and we've got a few more bills to kind of work out the details and tweak on, but uh, I think I'm ready for January 8th. We'll be catching up with you to talk more about the progress of these bills. Great. Thank you very much for
0: your time today. Thanks, Zach. Well, that's it for today. If you feel like this was time well spent, why not subscribe to Capital Ideas on iTunes or at housedemocrats.wa.gov. What we're talking about here is your state government. What happens here matters a lot. The more you know about how it works, the better it can work for you. I'm Dan Frizell for the Washington State House Democrats. Thank you for listening.